Welcome to the Greatest Good Podcast. I'm your host, David Osk, along with my co-host and beautiful sister, Kirsten. Benjamin Disraeli once said, the greatest good you can do for another is not to share with him your riches, but to reveal to him his own. We all know certain people in our lives that when they enter the room, the room gets instantly better, wiser, safer, and more joyful. Why is that? These individuals have absolute clarity on who they are and the impact they want to have uniquely. Why is it so important to have clarity on our uniqueness? Well, just like a fingerprint or our eye's retina, our souls are so unique. If we have a vague sense of this, we are going to feel it, and so is everyone around us, our spouses, co-workers, and friends. That big question mark and lack of self-awareness will take its toll. So what causes you to rise up, light up? And I like to say, what gives your goosebumps goosebumps? What is it to be fully alive? I believe it's having absolute clarity on our most unique riches, the strengths, convictions, and beauty, the hero in all of us. Thanks for joining us. Let's go. Well, this is another great day, Kirsten, for a podcast. <laughs> there is. So glad to be with you. My sister. Um, sister and brother. That's right. So <laughs> I tell you what, today we're, you know, we're kind of following this this trajectory, you know, kind of a series here with regards to, you know, authenticity and just what does it look like to to live, you know, mm-hmm. as you as you were designed, right? We didn't we we didn't make us, right? We were we were hatched in such a wonderful, you know, beautiful way and so unique. And uh, when we operate inside of that natural wiring, it just you know things, yeah, they feel natural, they feel great, and so on. But so today we're talking about. Um, self-awareness. And I was thinking I would kind of tee this up in a way to, I don't know, kind of drop the hammer so that we can cut, start a, a conversation as opposed, you know, with regards to what it, what it really shouldn't look like. So um, Here's a really bad example of lack of self-awareness. Well, yeah. Okay. So what's fascinating is, is when, so I'll, I'll tee it up this way. So when we lack self-awareness, we tend to project that chaos on other people. Mm-hmm. And 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 quite often we Boy, tend do to I do that. Yeah. Yeah. And and quite often we, you know, we sow chaos in someone mm-hmm. and, and sometimes wound them in ways that you just, I mean, they're really deep and you don't really know. So um a friend of mine who is a an incredibly driven man. Um, Type A. Yeah, type A, high D, like this guy is, to say he's getting after it, you know, is just putting it lightly. He he does, <laughs> he, he's kind of like the Marlboro man, like this, that he does, <laughs> he does more before 8 a.m. than most people do all day. Okay. And it, I mean, really, it's just his, his, the sense of urgency and high performing and, and so on is just so front and center with this guy. He's just a force. Mm. And so he he was telling me, he and his wife have been married for quite a few years. And he was telling me that several years into their marriage and, you know, mm. there's just things not going real well. Mm. Um, she looked at him and said, your drive makes me sick. Oh, yeah. Oh, and it wow. was, you know, so for, for him, to be naturally just a total butt kicker. Like this guy's just Mm -hmm. getting after it. He's literally mending fences and running a business and teaching a class Mm -hmm. at church. And he's coaching people. He's just like, this guy is a, just a force for good. Right. Mm -hmm. And, but his wife, I don't think she really meant to just take him out at the knees, Mm -hmm. but, but she looked at something that was so authentic to his wiring, so mm. true to his nature. So, you know, again, sometimes our greatest strengths can be our greatest weaknesses. I get it. So there mm. were some other things going on there. Yeah. But in that moment, right, she looked at him and took him out mm. because she's holding the keys to his heart, you know, and I don't think she meant to do that. Right. But in that moment of frustration or whatever it is, she mm. was hoping, man, I, 
probably in that moment, you know, I'll give her the benefit of the doubt. She was thinking, boy, I wish my husband could be present here and yeah, and yeah. be be at home as opposed to thinking about doing something else. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas, you know, you would hope a conversation like that would have been, you know, more mature and to say, hey, babe, maybe, you know, maybe tonight after the kids, you know, go to bed, you and I can sit down and talk about some stuff. I'd love to, mm-hmm. you know, have a conversation around rhythms in our lives and and yeah. things that, you know, maybe expectations that I have and that you yeah. have. And maybe if we can find some common ground here, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. And, but boy, did she, she knocked him down. And it was, he never, he, he told me this. He said, David, he said, I've thought about that every day of my life for the last mm-hmm. decade. He said, I've never told anybody that. But yeah. he said, now I feel like I have to be someone else at home. Mm-hmm. I have to shut off. As opposed okay. to just navigating those waters together and being on the same team and yeah. and so on. Yeah. So anyway, that's wow. a kind of a maybe a little bit of a harsh way to to start a podcast. But I think that um you know, when we talk about self-awareness, um, you know, Dr. Andy talks about the three pillars of self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's literally, you know, understanding yourself, having a vocabulary to describe, you know, mm. the things that you, your strengths and your, mm. your convictions, your values, your, you know, the things that make you you, the things that make you different mm. from the person next to you. Yeah. And sometimes, you know, that kind of stuff is hard to identify. Yeah. And sometimes if we've had, you know, wounds or, you know, the things like that, right? Yeah. Well, then there's things that, man, I don't really want to dip my toe into that water because Mm -hmm. I was told growing up or I got these messages that I wasn't enough or that those things that I thought were, you know, wonderful about myself, Mm -hmm. those things were actually shunned. Yeah. You know, those things were, 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 you know, snuffed out. Mm -hmm. And And um, no one wanted to know, like you do for me over a lifetime, the, the continued invitation in relationship to, to not even have to know, but just be like, man, something feels off here. And yeah. to have a trusted, safe person to wade into those waters with and be like, well, you know, I've, I've known you for these years. And it seems like when this happens, you know, I, I notice these things is that, does that resonate with you? And just help you to kind of oh man even talk it through, but, but to have invitation in that rather mm. than being suck it up, you know, just perform and, yeah. and get yeah. your butt in gear. Yeah. You know, you, you never, yeah. How would you ever know in a vacuum of your own, this whole ocean inside of you that nobody sees and God's sure not going to see either, you know, like yeah. you're fiercely protecting that. So. Boy, I love, yeah. I love the word invita- invitation. It kind of reminds me of, you know, this, the word permission too. It's mm. when you're, when you're with people that are, you know, curious mm. around things, you know, mm. our, our mutual friend and coach, Cindy Landon always talks about that, right? It's the spirit of, oh, I know, spirit of curiosity oh. and permission to just be, yes. just to yes. be fully alive and, and yes. so on. And what a gift, what a Can gift. Can I tell you this Cindy Landon, here we go on the Cindy Landon thing. If you yeah. check her out online, but she is, is one of my um, favorites and she has been coaching me yesterday like we weren't 15 minutes into the session and I ended up I was like she she is so wise and Mm. um just her her words were so concise got me right to the heart of the matter and it was it was such an invitation for me to go into emotions that I just I don't want to feel I want to stuff it down yeah and I was amazed at how quickly her just being her, that invitation, being in her presence, that yeah. there's room for those things. It's like right away, then I'm able to get there myself. And yeah. oh, what a gift, just like you're talking about, talk about being authentic and yeah. the way that impacts someone else. I, I just told her, thank you all those years ago for for becoming a coach. Right. And, you know, because she did yeah. do what you're talking about. And gave herself that space to know herself and know her, her patterns. And now is my gosh, is she just exponentially giving and yeah. what a blessing. So, yeah. yeah, it's a, yeah, that, that it's, it's an, un, it's an interesting thing because self-awareness is in some ways simple, right? If, mm-hmm. if someone asks you questions and you answer those questions, 
yeah. as long as they're great questions, right? They kind of get yeah. get to the seller, not just the basement, but they get to the seller. Mm-hmm. Well, you can identify things in a real hurry, but what's even more wonderful is, is we are you know, made for relationships. We are social creatures and you cannot establish and, you know, galvanize as it were an identity alone. Mm -hmm. It is not possible. Mm -hmm. We are relational creatures who, who uh, um, grow together. And I I just, I love that. So it's so wonderful Mm -hmm. that, you know, when you have a, a friend, a coach or whoever that is, ideally a parent, right. Who would ask you those wonderful questions, you know, Hey, what, you know, David, what is it that just lights you up, buddy? Mm. You know, what, what is it that you're passionate about? What is it? I like to say that gives your goosebumps, goosebumps, you know, what is it that makes you cry in a good way? Mm. Mm. Well, what is it that makes you, you know, what is it that makes you sad? Yeah. And, and so on. And it's, it's amazing when you start establishing some of those things, Mm. you know, you start operating in your own nature and it just feels rather good as opposed to, I want to be like, you know, so-and-so they, you know, this person's winning or this person seems to be winning. This Mm. person seems to be happier than I do. I'm going to try to act like that and do those things. Mm. And it's not that, again, not that some certain actions aren't beneficial Mm -hmm. um, that, that are collective at the same time, Boy, when you dial into those things that are just mm. so bedrock to who we are, you know, uniquely, it's mm. just, man, that feels good. It and then, does. of course, to have someone validate those things, right? Yes. And what you're modeling then is, you know, you've talked about in, in you know, for all of us, this eighth grade level is kind of, you know, where we start in our learning. And so when we see that in the the human realm here of physical relationship, what we're doing as parents or friends, you know, modeling that, that conversation, mm-hmm. that's something that then as, as you mature and grow, you can internalize in a way that is that ongoing conversation with your maker. And it it is a conversation that is unending all day. And yeah. you're, never, you're never alone. You never have to be disconnected from yourself and from from that dance you know all day of of being present and um re i was i was just like to say Mm. recalibrating because we're we you know our core is is who we are but there's this gentle invitation to then recalibrating to those things that that happen when you have a dad like you that asks kate you know what what can you do today that that is going to light you up and you know, you yeah. learn to do that for yourself and become that great mom and dad to yourself and, yeah. um, and then yeah. talk about that overflow. So yeah, it's I such a beautiful that. progression, but back to these pillars here where, yeah, yeah. I, the, you know, it's interesting. So, you know, Dr. Andy says the, the three pillars, right. Our self-awareness, intrinsic motivations, like what, you know, what is it that motivates mm-hmm. me from the inside that's different mm-hmm. from the person next to me? Yeah. And then also this idea of, you know, character strengths expressed, you know, in in a virtue. So what what would other people say that your Mm -hmm. impact is? You know, you have a desired impact, but Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's kind of neat to have that mirrored back to you. Yes. And um, and I think that's, you know, that's just just so wonderful. But, you know, so kind of dipping my toe back in the water of that, you know, the story we told at the beginning of the podcast here with regards Mm -hmm. to the husband and wife, you know, it's a. The the interesting thing about self-awareness in that moment is those who are, uh, I guess, uh, feeling the most empowered, Mm -hmm. the most relaxed about themselves, right? They know where they end and where the other person begins and Mm -hmm. they they have this kind of established sense of who they are, the boundaries, motivates them, the impact, all that kind of stuff. What's interesting is, is those people are full. Those people are not threatened by someone else still Mm -hmm. trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Those people aren't looking for someone to, you know, to fill my cup and to be, be my everything to, to be my source, you know, that kind of thing. You complete me, that kind of stuff. Yeah, Just a bunch of nonsense. (laughs) Right. And it's, there, there's this, there is a hole in us, right? There Mm -hmm. is that, that gap that that God wants to fill, that He wants to say, 
it's yeah. an ocean in me. It's, it's a needy, needy, needy ocean. Yeah. <laughs> I wish and it was a little gap, but it's just not. <laughs> right. I mean, you're, that's a really good, it's a good word. And, but isn't it wonderful when, when, when you know those characteristics and then the people mm. around you see those characteristics, they see your character. Mm. And they validate those things. They they see it and they say something. You know, mm -hmm. Kirsten, I love when you do this. I love when you say this. Thank you so much for giving me the space to do this. Mm -hmm. You know, so what would have happened, right, in that kitchen when, when my buddy yeah. got taken out at the knees if, yeah. you know, his wife would have had that sense of fullness, right? Mm -hmm. Man, wouldn't it, wouldn't it have yeah. been neat, just as, as an example, for her to put her hands on either side of his face, you know, kiss him on the lips mm -hmm. and to say, Hey there, you wild rascal, mm -hmm. you know, you're, you're kind of driving me nuts right now, but mm -hmm. I want to say something to you. I love how God made you. Mm -hmm. I love that. He gave you this just crazy high gear that mm -hmm. so, so few people have. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering if there's mm -hmm. some ways and some rhythms that we can, you know, maybe do, you know, yeah. when we're together that are, are not quite as intense or, you know, yeah. maybe there's some ways we can have a language around some of this stuff. Cause I don't quite get right. that. Like, I'm like, you're I don't different know from what me to and do I'm with different it. from you, but wouldn't, <laughs> wouldn't that have been a more, yeah. you know, full validating, mm. beautiful exchange as opposed to like, yeah. she's just, and again, I'm not, just picking on her, right? We've all been there. Sure. As opposed to just feeling so frazzled and then looking mm -hmm. at at him and saying what might have been the worst mm -hmm. thing you could say to somebody that has that natural type of drive. Right. Your drive makes me sick. Yeah. And we so. hear it so often in, you know, counseling lingo, but that the power of an an I statement there where you you don't have to have it all figured out to yeah. notice that, you know, there's something that's that needs to be talked about here. But to say, yeah, like, like, I'm not sure what to do with that part right. of me as your wife. Can yeah. can you help me? Like, but then oh, again, it's that. that that there's an invitation in that, and it isn't lowering the gavel and making this this pronunciation in a desire probably to just control because it's I have those folks in my life and it they're just coming in hot and you're always like I don't yeah. even know what to do with all this. you know and but to hear that person when I when I ask you know um, I'm not sure what to do they're very often very direct and able to say yeah well, I I know I, I don't need this from you I just need this and it's like oh okay well you can yeah be over there in your cloud of intensity. And I just get to be, you know, like, <laughs> your cloud of, my, of intensity. I love one it. of my girlfriends is her, her husband is that way. And they've been married for 20 some years, you know, got the, got the plane, got the businesses, you know, all the things. And it is, it's a beautiful thing to see how um, she has just learned. Like when he is gone, she rests because when he's hmm. home, it's yeah. coming in hot and they're playing, they're out, they're doing sports, you know, they're traveling, but she has just learned that with her, her style, she needs to then make sure she recharges when he's not around. But you know, that was what drew her to him in the first place. And she loves it. She sure. just can't keep up. So, yeah, and that's okay. And she's gotten oh, to yeah. a place where this is what that, that sweet little question, what do I need in this? Yeah. And to ask and then proceed accordingly is it is, it's that pillar number two that you're talking about of yeah. what yeah, Andy, what Andy so let, let, Let's just kind of pick apart these three pillars, right? Self-awareness, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Well, I'm aware of myself. I mean, again, it's, we, I, I don't want to, I don't want this to be something that is, uh, you know, just woohoo, you know, bunch of nonsense. It's literally having a vocabulary in the English language or whatever language you speak that describes your truest essence, the things that you value, your convictions, the impact you want to have, what lights you up, all that kind of stuff. So, and then also, you know, second pillar is intrinsic motivations. Well, it's a fascinating thing because um, motivation is sometimes lacking, Right. And we're like, why am I not feeling yeah. motivated? Feeling stuck or yeah. Feeling stuck or or so what's interesting is I love again, Dr. Andy talks about follow the clues. Mm -hmm. You know, so sometimes when you're when you're acting outside of your, you know, your authenticity, whatever, mm -hmm. you're gonna feel it. You're gonna feel 
you know, again, not that we don't need to stretch and do other things, but I'm just saying, you know, generally, if the, the clue would be, I'm feeling like I'm, you know, kind of walking on eggshells here, or I'm mm-hmm. feeling um, I'm anxious or nervous, or, mm-hmm. you know, it's un- uncharted territory, or, you know, mm-hmm. something like that. So sometimes our, you know, what we would think, why don't I feel rather motivated right now? Mm-hmm. Well, it's, it's okay just to, to, again, be self-aware and just to say, okay, yeah. yeah, this is an area of my life right now that I'm, you know, I might be, uh, uh, yeah, uncharted territory, right? Mm-hmm. But here's where it really gets interesting, I think is, is fascinating. When we um, dial in on our truest characteristics, and again, mm-hmm. I keep going back to this word about inspired, right? Breathing life mm-hmm. into. Yeah. So what you is just it? You go back to that every day, David. I, I am do. inspired being around you. So yeah. That's well, so, great. so what's interesting, though, is, is this idea of, you know, of what what does motivate me uniquely? It's mm-hmm. really it's I love mm-hmm. this idea of looking at someone and I don't care who they are. Mm-hmm. You know, I am for you. Mm-hmm. I want to inspire them. I want to inspire like down to their core where they feel like they have just been filled up. Mm-hmm. They had life. Right. Eternity. I'm not talking just a, hey, nice shoes, dude. I'm talking, <laughs> you know, I'm talking something down into their core where they were like, oh my gosh, that guy believes in me. Yeah. And you know what? It's because I do. You do. And you, I, yesterday I was like, he, you pierce, pierce our hearts with hope and it gets through mm. even the deepest pain. Um, mm. And you, that is, that is how God uses you. So yeah. I love I love that. And here's what's interesting, right? What what it what is it about that 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 motivates me? Well, it's just true to my nature. I, I found an area among a few others, right? Mm-hmm. Whether I'm whether I'm saying something, whether I'm, you know, singing or, you know, my actions mm-hmm. that would that would truly breathe life into somebody. And I'll be honest, mm-hmm. it feels so stinking good because it's just true to my nature. It is. And it's it comes incredibly... from a restful place in you. It's not this contrived, you're yeah. not like, what am I going to say today? That's going to be the thing. It's just, it's yeah. become so restful for you and just happens in the moment. Yeah. So what, it, yeah. So self-awareness, motivations, well, that's one mm-hmm. of them, right? We can, we can go deeper on that, but yeah. I, um, but then also the difference between, you know, character, like core values and a virtue I think it's really important to have that delineation. So, yeah, I'd never heard that described till Dr. Garrett's course, but yeah. yeah. And it's so, you know, a core value is what do I value? It's the lens at which I make decisions through, but the virtue then is outward focused. What mm-hmm. type of an impact, mm-hmm. you know, do I want to have? Um, one of the assessments um, that we went through in the, um, you know, in the the True North Blueprint there is kind of, you know, again, they ask questions in order to get really great answers that are true to, you know, our nature and so on. Mm -hmm. And what I love is, is when you're talking about convictions, core values and virtues, Mm -hmm. well, there's a lot of overlap, right? And there should be, if there's not, there's, you probably, you know, (laughs) misunderstood some of the questions and so on. Yeah. What overlapped for you as you, as you did those, what did you, and is, is this is the, that VIA assessment? I think there's a VIA free version of it on, on their site and you can pay for a deeper dive, but that's yeah, a great, great fact, tool great. I use with my Absolutely. clients. So I'll just even right now say, if, yeah, if you want that assessment, just email me hello at davidosk.com and I'll, I'll send you a link to that. It's, it's really insightful. So mm-hmm. the overlap, what's fascinating is, is, you know, my, my number one, um, you know, core value is God, right? Just faith in who, mm-hmm what I believe is the ultimate good creator of all things. Mm-hmm. Well, when I took the virtues test, my number one virtue that came out was spirituality and love, mm-hmm. right? Well, go figure. There it is. Yeah. And, but again, it's this idea that those are the impactful places that I want to mm-hmm. have on other people, right? I want to love somebody in an inspired way, right? Mm-hmm. So much that they're like, son of a gun, that felt good. Who the heck was mm-hmm. that guy? You know what I mean? Because it's just who son I of am. A gun. Yeah. <laughs> son of a gun. You betcha. By golly. <laughs> um, yeah. What I thought was interesting too, though, is, is, you know, this idea of social intelligence is, is my, is, is the third virtue that came up. Social intelligent, social intelligence and perspective. 
Mm-hmm. And one of the fa- kind of fascinating overlaps there was I remember when I was doing the like the strengths finder test, which is mm-hmm. another, you know, great way to build some self-awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one of my top five strengths is connectedness. Mm-hmm. And so it means a lot to me mm-hmm. that, you know, we are all connected. My actions affect you. Your actions mm-hmm. affect me. A stranger on the sidewalk, right? His mm-hmm. actions affect me and my actions affect him. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's fascinating that when I did the virtues, you know, assessment there that social intelligence and perspective, you know, came up, you know, and, and, and kind of in that order. And it yeah. was, so there's something to do with the sense of, of community, which is mm-hmm. my number three core value, right? Mm-hmm. People, relationships, mm-hmm. and how these things collide. Mm-hmm. And um, it's you know, go figure, right? It's, it's not just this, this happenstance kind of a thing. It's, it's so, uh, top down driven. Mm-hmm. And, um, but I, I just love, I love having an impact on people, by the way, Kirsten, as you know, I am probably the funniest person you've ever met. Well, humor is one <laughs> of your top attributes that my whole life I have so enjoyed. Well, and it's <laughs> numbers. Long winters in Minnesota, snowed yeah. in. David, like we didn't need a TV. You were awesome. You can imitate singers. You're so (laughs) multi-talented. It was great. (laughs) But it's so here's what's funny though, is, you know, quite often we don't think of a virtue as, as humor. All right. Well, that's, especially in today's culture, when you've got, you know, comedians standing up talking about nasty, vulgar nonsense, you know, really bringing the whole community down and they call that humor. (laughs) Yeah. No, that's coarse, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. But but humor, yeah. <laughs> isn't it isn't it neat though how some people are able to use humor mm. in a way that really lightens someone's heart. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, like I, re- I remember one time I th- probably was you. I was lamenting about something, getting real deep, and I think you looked at me and said, You're way worse off than you think you are. <laughs> Did I say that? Oh no! Well, but it was. <laughs> but it's funny. It's kind of funny because oh. quite often we think, "Oh man, I'm really bad off here. Oh, I'm I'm a mess, terrible. or I'm you know I can't get my act together, whatever that is." And and it's kind of a funny thing because quite often we are way worse off oh, than man. we think we are. Just so um, true. Today's podcast is brought to you by StatGuard Plus. Protect your thermostat with the keyless StatGuard Plus and protect your budget. StatGuardPlus.com Also, we have a free giveaway. Quite often, we get flooded emotionally, and we don't quite know what we're feeling. So I'd like to give you a free PDF that lists, in a very organized way, almost every emotion possible, in the English language anyway. It's a simple and yet very real-time powerful tool that helps you get out of your head and identify what's going on. Then you get to decide what convictions, values, and strengths, etc. you are going to use to take action or not. Visit davidosk.com forward slash podcast. I think and it was to be done. able to laugh about it is yeah. really important because yeah, the goal of this is not us to be perfect. There was there was no. one who took care of that. So, <laughs> so you know, there's a I I feel funny quoting people sometimes because I you know quite often when you quote somebody you kind of know their story and you know about the author or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you know Dostoevsky, right? He's he's got mm-hmm. some really powerful quotes out there. But he uses a phrase in one of his quotes where he says that we are a mixed bag of human contradictions. Mm. And you know what? I just think every every time I think of that, that phrase, it's like my heart gladdens mm. because you know what? He is so right. Yes. I mean, it's it's a we cannot take ourselves mm-hmm. too seriously. <laughs> we need to take ourselves seriously, right? Yep. Yeah. But oh my gosh, the humanity that mm-hmm. that that covers all of us. This is just this idea of being human, right? I might yes. be a complete mess because I didn't sleep well, because yep. my allergies are really bad and I took too mm-hmm. much Benadryl last night or something. And I'm, <laughs> you know, I mean, whatever it might be. I know. I think that's why I love in speaking of humor, you're always great about sharing, you know, funny videos with me, but I love watching videos of people fall down, you know, especially like, like they're, they're at work right. and they're, they're focused, they're trying so hard. And then they just, you know, and there's one of this poor man in the 
Tire catches his pants. He's he's out in the yard at the factory. It's on camera. You know, it's, but it's to me, it is like, that is so me. Like I'm over here, I'm trying so hard. And then you just, you know, just face plant. And, but to have that sense of like, yeah, you know, it's all, (laughs) it's all part of the picture today. Right. Yeah, you think you're all dignified, you know. I, there's another. It's funny you say that. I saw this guy. Oh. Apparently, had like had freezing rain in his driveway, and and he has. Oh no. He's got like some loafers or something on, right? So he's got his phone in one hand, his coffee in the other, and he's walking out to this, you know, beautiful, I don't know, Escalade or something like that. He oh. takes one step onto the driveway. Both feet go out from under him. His shoes come off. And he he slides on his back all the way down his driveway. And you're like, yeah, that pretty much sums it up. I always like your joke about today. I, I, what do you say? I started off. I start out, I started out really slow in life and then just tapered off. I tapered off from there. I I I love that one. Yeah, <laughs> I just kind of started out like my my new health plan. I kind of started out yeah. slow, but then I just tapered off. Uh, oh my gosh! Yeah, that is Love so that. part of the picture, isn't it? In everything yeah. we're talking about, it's just. I, and I love, uh, it's, what is it? Kung Fu Panda. You know, he's trying so hard, but yeah. he's, he's really not built to be a ninja. Right. <laughs> so, okay. So here's uh, a, isn't that a, isn't that a, a an interesting you know, kind of a paradigm there, right? We we tend to, you you watch Kung Fu Panda and you just love that guy, yeah. Because he finally relaxes into who he is. I am yeah. the fat panda, or whatever it is. Fat. And they should be. They're fat pandas and they're cute. I hey, know. by the way, have you ever seen? Have you ever seen a red panda? I haven't. Oh my gosh, there's I one at the zoo it. here in Nashville that's just. It might be the cutest oh, cool. animal in the world. I didn't know that um, was a thing. Okay, a red panda. Look that up. But anyway, so yeah. here, here's what I what I think is kind of kind of yeah. fascinating with regards to you know seeing every well really every creature you know mm-hmm. in their own their own light right their own nature and just mm-hmm. you know validating that I think it's so beautiful. I remember you know listening to Tim Keller again. And, and we have this, uh, it's kind of funny, but in, in America, right? This is land of the free home of the brave. And, you know, may every wish you have come true, right? It's, Mm -hmm. and if you work hard enough, you can accomplish anything. Mm -hmm. So, so he gives this kind of a parable where he talks about these parents who, you know, have a, a, a young boy who is, you know, coming up through the years and he just really loves football. But everyone in their family is like five, five and 110 <laughs> pounds soaking wet. And so, but, but he's, so, so what they, you know, what they, what he goes on to say is, is, well, they're looking at little Jimmy and they're like, little Jimmy, you know, you can become anything you want mm-hmm. to be. If you want to be an NFL lineman, you know, you're good to go, buddy. Just work really hard. Well, not, you know what I mean? It's just, it's absolute, it's yeah. just silly. Yeah. It's not in, it was not in his DNA mm-hmm. to be a 350 pound NFL lineman. This yeah. guy, you know, will be lucky if he hits a buck 60 in life, mm-hmm. right? It's like, there's, <laughs> there's so much and it would be when, cool. yeah. when Kate, remember when Kate was little and she wanted to be a rocket. That's right. She yeah, is. My, vertically challenged like I am and it's like yeah my daughter is is one of the best literally the the, one of the best violinists in in that in Tennessee here she just got number one you know chair in Allstate and so but here's what's fascinating like you just said right she's five two or five three and she's 16 so she's probably not going to grow a whole lot more yep and I think you have to be a minimum of five nine. I to think Rockets is yeah, it's it's much taller than I am. So, yeah. Hey, by the way, did you know Peggy uh, Duncan's daughter was a Rocket? Was she really? Yeah, that's so yep. cool. I love it. Peggy is the one who uh, taught piano to Parker and Kate, of course. But she is amazing musician. And Craig, her husband, he's got. I've been listening to his stuff on. Oh Spotify. my gosh! Oh, yeah. he's got some music. Anyway, wonderful. So, but yeah, but back so, to the Rockets or the NFL. Well, here's what's wonderful. You know, again, we are um, getting theological getting theological here, right? Father, Son, and Spirit. You know, the Trinity. They are relational. 
Mm. in and of themselves. Well, what does that tell us, right? We are relational beings, period. So Mm. as as parents raising children, if we lack self-awareness and we're just kind of bumbling through life in survival mode and just banging up against every wall and stuff, good luck at trying to raise your children in a way that makes, you know, sense and brings order and brings dignity for that matter. Mm-hmm. And that's why we have so many people, you know, raising young people who, you know, we use the word misfit. I mean, they're just, they're, they're, they're living outside of their natural state. Mm-hmm. And as opposed to what, right? Oh, this, like you said at the beginning, this, this invitation, this permission mm-hmm. to look at another person, especially our children and say, I mm-hmm. see you. Mm. to ask great questions and to say, Hey, Parker, Hey buddy, yesterday when I saw you interacting with these guys over here, did this, that seemed so uh, powerful. You know, what do you think of that? And you help them to kind of explore some of those sides of themselves. You ask Mm. great questions. Well, what is it that feels empowering to you? What is it that feels natural to you? Not that we don't need to stretch and do courageous things, right? That's part of our, our nature try it um, out. But you know, both of us, even as you said that, David, we, we both just exhaled like yeah. think about the chronic anxiety and people talk about now how everyone is so anxious. Yeah. And it's like, even both you and I, just to even say the words about operating within yeah. who you are. Oh my gosh. I mean, yeah. otherwise you're just constantly in a state of stress and yeah, yeah just no anchor and you know, that made me think of something funny. So remember that that literally 368 days that I worked at Deutsche Bank? <laughs> you know, to the day. So I, so really though, it's, it's a, fa- it's a funny oh, thing. I, I was them down. Oh. trying to figure it out. I get a job there and I'm in a, you know, a, a tire entire floor of people that are doing basically glorified data entry, but tied to the stock exchange. So we're getting calls from people on Wall Street in real time. I need, you know, 50 million shares of whatever, you know, stock this is sent to this address. And, you know, oh you're typing gosh. at a fever pitch. You cannot make mistakes because if those if those shares are not invested overnight, they can lose tens of thousands of dollars in literally just, you know, 12 hours. And I, that is so not my nature. I don't <laughs> like details. I don't like a fast paced Oh. stressful environment. Some of the people just thrive on that. They love it. Oh yeah. Yeah. And, um, but for oh. me, I remember, you know, I mean, many days walking out of there, my hands are shaking and I feel like I'm going to have a panic attack because it was so yeah. not true to my nature. Oh my gosh. But guess Talk what? At that it. point, I didn't know what my nature was. I didn't know. I, you know, I, 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 I was kind of like, well, I'm just going to try a bunch of stuff, throw it at the mm-hmm. wall and see if it sure. sticks. Yeah. And, um, and sometimes that's okay too, right? Mm-hmm. Um, at the same time, I think it can be way more succinct and way better and, and much easier than just trying a bunch of things right. and failing until you find something that seems, you know, somewhat normal to you. It, it yes. can be so much better than that. Yeah. So back to your, you were talking about the, that via assessment and yep. I'm wondering, you know, with your top strengths, even leveraging, leveraging some of that for yourself, you know, with you talk about, you know, oh, whether yeah. it's, it's the, the dance of the Trinity and the relationship that we're made for and that relationship with yourself, like, how have you seen yourself when something comes up, you know, leverage that even as a, as a friend to yourself? So it, I'll be honest with you. That's something that I'm. I, I think I'm. I'm gaining an awareness just in the last few years here, mm-hmm. and um, I, I think I've been so outward focused. Mm-hmm. You know, like just I didn't yeah. have a. Uh, I don't know. I, I mean, I think I lacked quite a bit of self awareness, or or even the ability to just kind of calm down and be like, "Hey, what's going on in here?" and take some inventory. Yeah. And you're and, generally very much an extrovert. So you are energized yeah. by those external things. So I think that's yeah. great. Yeah. And that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. But then there's that part of you that, you know, what do they call it? The, the mature side of a strength, you know, and then there's this raw side that maybe for you, that work is, is just to not be with people long enough to then befriend yourself, you know? Yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, so what I think what I'm finding too is, is as I've identified, right, those things in me that are, 
are peaceful and life-giving mm-hmm. and um, where I feel like my feet are planted, you know, like not just I'm mm-hmm. on some concrete, not sand, but I'm talking like planted, like my, yeah. like my feet have roots, right? And they're, they're, they're mm-hmm. going deep. They're, they're drinking from something that is underneath me and I'm drawing from that well. I, I'm finding that I'm way more like, for instance, you know, this idea of in you know, my virtue, spirituality, love, social intelligence, mm. I'm, you know, kind of turning that back on myself, right? We are humans. We can think about thinking. We can think about awareness. We are conscious of our own, you know, mm. comings and goings, things like that. Yeah. And, and it's, it's neat just to, to, I'll, I'll, I'll use that word. I think Cindy is the one who, um, probably introduce that to me here as well, but the word honor. Yes. So to honor your wiring, right? I I love, you know, she obviously is a, you know, health coach, right? And helps people understand um, their relationship with food and their body and stuff in a better way. But she, she says that, you know, God um, gave us senses, right? When we're thirsty, we honor it by drinking. When we're tired, we honor our bodies by sleeping. Well, what, what does that look like with regards to an internal temperature and compass, you know, with our emotions, if we're feeling fragmented, overwhelmed, you know, whatever that is, how do we honor that? And what is it that we need to drink of, if you will, to, you know, slake that thirst, right? What, what is it that needs to, to be covered there? And that's, that's something that I think is um, for most people is not very, um, not very easy to do. We are, we live in such a distracted society. We, you know, we want to, yeah, we just kind of want to stay busy and doing stuff and, and yeah. things like that. Yeah. But the internal world, that self-aware world, you know, when, when that's going well, you know, when, the, when, when that person, right, me, not just David, but, but me, Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm I'm not a name, right? I'm a I am a soul who has a name. So when that soul is feeling cared for and safe and nourished, mm-hmm. and um, uh, you know, I I think uh, you know it's funny the word safe even right now kind of rings true yeah. in my mind because I think we you know whether it's wounds or whether it's even just current you know, cultural paradigms or things like that. There's a lot of things that are uncertain. Mm-hmm. Um, so Dr. Andy talks a lot about uncertainty mm. um, or, or, you know, we often use this, the phrase open loop. Mm. Right? So if you, if you kind of take your, uh, your hand in kind of a C shape, right. And you, you there's a, there's a side that's open. Mm. The human brain, we do not like an open loop on a very basic level and everybody's going to get this one if i sing da 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 mm. you know what i mean if you're if you're in a theater <laughs> right before the movie starts right and you yeah. sing da 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 someone is going to finish that da da they can't stand it <laughs> i know i'm like finish it finish it David. i know you it's you know what i mean it's it's yeah. it's happy birthday dear kirsten happy birthday what, you know, are you trying to kill me? Like it's, it's agony. And, (laughs) but here's, what's fascinating though, is we are, we often overlook that kind of stuff with regards to our emotions. There's uncertainty and there are open Mm. loops Mm. constantly. Mm. I I had a guy send me an email last night and it, you know, he made a mistake. It was, he looked at a listing on, on another website and he thought it was the same product that I was selling him. And he was like, you're going behind my back. I don't know how, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. He sent me two emails at 5 PM that were just harsh mm-hmm. and then, you know, bounced for the night. That was it. So I had to wait till this morning to, you know, resolve some of that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so talk about an open loop. Oh, you know, gosh. he had just bought $10,000 worth of product. And I'm thinking, man, if this guy doesn't simmer down and, and see what's going on here, he's mm-hmm. going to, you know, make some decisions that yeah. are, are not great for both of us. Mm-hmm. And um, so the open loop to me last night was, you know, I I have to sit in this. I have to sit yeah. in this. Wow. But guess what I did, Kirsten? Mm-hmm. You know, and again, I don't do this every single time. But my core value is number one is what? Mm-hmm. It's faith. It's, I believe, you know, that God works out absolutely everything for my good and his Mm -hmm. glory. Mm -hmm. End of discussion. 
I have staked my life upon that. Mm. You know, it's all true or none of it is. Can't be marginally true. It's not some platitude. I literally have staked my my emotional well-being on that. And so I, I, I believe that this idea of, you know, being self-aware has to be coupled with self-care, mm. self love, right? Love your neighbor as you love yourself. Mm. What does that look like? If I'm off, if I'm fragmented, overwhelmed, that kind of stuff in the past, right? I'd go eat a cheeseburger or something and I'm learning to not do that. I'm learning to course correct mm. to self-awareness, right? What, what What's the language that's describing? And we go back to that emotional wheel, right? That we talk about, you know, what is it that's happening internally with me right now? And um, if it's a you know, a nail that's kind of sticking out an inch off of my deck boards, right? Do mm. I do I need a marshmallow to pound that in? No, I need a hammer, mm. right? What's what's the issue? What's the need? And what will solve that? Mm. And and for every one of us, that's different. And yeah. I think there, that maturity and growth looks like being able to sit long enough to be self-aware, mm-hmm. to understand now how do I assimilate my values. Right. My convictions, my strengths, mm-hmm. you know, to focus those inward so that the yeah. inner man is is okay. Not only, I, I, heck, yeah. I don't like that word, okay. So that the inner man is empowered. Mm-hmm. So that the inner man is feeling safe. Yeah. Inner man is feeling trusting. The inner man is, is standing on, on an established rock that mm-hmm. I have identified that I'm, I'm making my decisions upon. And it's amazing just even saying that kind of stuff out loud, you feel empowered, right? Yeah. And think how different, you know, even the fact that you're showing up now to do this podcast that is for the greater good, Mm -hmm. you know, if you were so embroiled in what you weren't really even aware of, of just paralyzed in fear around this business issue, you wouldn't even be able to show up here. And I'll guarantee you with your kids last night, you were different. Yep. You were present with your family, whereas in the past, it would have been just oh yeah, freak out, freeze up, not know what to do. So again, that, you know, I'll hear even in some Christian circles, well, they'll say this, you know, this self-care, whatever is really not, not um, biblical, but I just think I, I yeah. just completely disagree because I know for me, even again, you know, my session yesterday with Cindy, like I'm, I'm thinking just getting so off inside, not knowing why. And to take a minute after she and I hung up and I, I mean, it looked like me literally, I went up in my, my um, loft and just laid out on my yoga mat and Mm. gave myself space to Mm. feel. And first of all, what happened there is because one of my strengths, like you've talked about that, I, I know what it is. Mm-hmm. I took the time to identify it is positivity. So I know about myself that I have a horrible time being sad. Mm. I, everything in me chooses to find the silver lining. And, and I so I don't, I don't give room for sad. Yeah. Well, that starts to paralyze me in other ways. And I, it starts to come out sideways when I don't give that some room. And so something as simple as just because I I knew that about myself and I know the raw side of that strength, which can be um, just yeah. not really embracing all of reality of the hard stuff, you know, to then give that space. I'm so different and in showing up even here today, like I get so mired down in things like I would call you and be like, well, David, I just can't podcast today. I'm, I'm just yeah. going through such a hard time. I can't do it. Well, that takes you out of the action for being, loving your neighbor as yourself because you can't even see your neighbor because you're still mired down in your own own stuff and here's what here's what's fascinating and there's a a lot of really interesting science around action Mm. so you know we often think and i and i largely agree with this a thought creates an emotion an emotion creates an action Mm. here's what's fascinating is that sometimes you're you know you're you know you're you're stuck in your thoughts right you're just like all right yeah. So sometimes it's actually the action. It's getting, it's it's just taking action. It's all right. Yeah. I'm not going to think about that. I'm, I'm going to lace up and go running, whatever that is. Mm-hmm. Well, then it changes your thinking. It informs. You know, your, your, your body really is, I mean, your mind, you know, I mean, it's, 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 you've got all kinds of crazy things going on inside of you, whether it's a lack of sleep or, you know, all kinds of different hormonal issues, or if you're imbalanced in some way, that kind of thing that informs oh, yeah. your thinking. 
Yeah. And so sometimes it's like, you know, you got to just step out and be like, no, I'm, I have a conviction here. I know that I know, I know the right thing to do, whether I feel like it or not, I'm going to do it. And then quite often the action informs, you know, your thinking and so on. We are mind, body, and spirit, and you mm -hmm. cannot separate them, nor should you try. Right. There's, there's so, yeah, so intertwined in such a wonderful and, and complex way. Mm -hmm. um, so here's, here's something that I, I think is kind of interesting. You know, I, for, for me to do a podcast, to stand up and talk about things that are important to me um, is kind of a scary thing. You know, mm -hmm. I, I remember, you know, kind of early in life, you know, one of my wounds was um, you don't have anything important to say. Mm -hmm. And even if you did, you wouldn't be able to communicate it effectively anyway. So for so long, you know, even wow. when you and I were singing together and so on, mm -hmm. you know, I, I can get out of my way, right? If you, if you want me to sing for you, I will give you goosebumps and change your life in about four minutes. And I, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's fun. I, I feel so comfortable in that space. You do. But right? the speaking, the speaking after we yeah. get done singing, even when you were very young, people would always comment on, you know, yeah. when you said this, like that was so true to who you are, always has been. Man, and I, so what's interesting is, is, is even, you know, like this imposter syndrome of sharing the stage, if you will, with you or, or Dr. Andy or that kind of thing, you know, I, in, in the past, I would have kind of, uh, you know, shrunk a little bit or, or, mm -hmm. or felt that, you know, that, that imposter syndrome take over, but here's, what's different. Here's what, what has been absolutely liberating to me is I am different from you. I am different mm. from Dr. Andy. Mm. I'm different from, from these other people. Mm. And now that I've identified those things, again, the hierarchy of values, of virtues, of strengths, mm. of convictions, all that kind of stuff that rises to the top in that unique mixture that makes me, me, and I start operating in that space, well, mm. I'm not competing with anybody. I'm just being me. Yes. And I'm letting them be them. And we're, you know, we're, we're, we have a common goal of making the world a better place. And by the way, I think it's really important to say that, again, we, we mentioned this in previous podcasts, but if your idea of identity and authenticity and self-awareness isn't for the common good, if it isn't for the higher good, if it isn't, if your greatest good, right, your summum bonum, if it isn't for the causing of human flourishing and making this world a mm -hmm a more beautiful, wonderful uh, kingdom, right? You, you've missed out. You, you've not identified. You've not identified it. You, you, you at that point, you know, are a complete narcissist and you're staring at your own belly button into your own demise, right? And I, and I, I said, that sounds a bit dramatic, but guess what? It We've is. Seen it. We've, We've seen, seen it, it play out. Yeah. We've seen it yeah. play out. And, yep. and the world is, and by the way, I love at the beginning of the podcast, you know, kind of as we wind down here a little bit, you use that word internal ocean. Mm -hmm. And I just think it's it speaks to what? Well, the expansiveness of, you know, all of life and the beauty mm -hmm. of relationships and the the harmonies and the melodies and the the mm -hmm. heroes and all of this fabric woven together, you know, to make something even now in a broken state that we can see that is so good. Mm. That is so powerful. That is so joyful. That is, yeah. you know, the mixed bag of contradictions and everything. When you look at it in, you know, of all of the heroes, right? The little H's, all the, mm. all the Kings and the Queens with the little Q and the little K coming together to make their little kingdoms, something so beautiful and glorious and safe and harmonious. And mm. it's really wonderful. It's really yeah. something to behold. Mm. And that safety that because we we hold that for ourselves in the way that we're kind to ourselves and those things, you know, man, to offer that in a in a marriage relationship, mm. for example, I was with a sweet mm. couple last night doing premarital coaching and to talk about how it transforms you to have this safe refuge of a home and being that when someone else is like, you know, I feel off here, I, I can't figure this out swimming in those waters without pouncing on them, without being so afraid of facing your own stuff that you try to fix them, but just being vulnerable and offering that is a life changer. 
Mm. Um, they say couples that that report, you know, they have that kind of refuge in a marriage at home, like even monetarily make 30% more in the marketplace. And that social intelligence that you learn from being seen and staying with someone in that and staying in the mess, it's mm. I mean, it just impacts every area of your life in tangible, tangible ways too. So to be able to offer that is part of why I love what we're talking about, because unless you create that environment, even within yourself, yeah, you, yeah. you can't offer that. So, and David, as you were talking, you mentioned that imposter syndrome, we yeah. need to get Chris Kelso. If, if anyone listening has not read, oh my goodness, his book is yeah. so like for anybody out there that's trying anything new and you find yourself always feel, feeling vulnerable, he puts vocabulary around that. That is, you talk about feeling so empowered and not just okay, but yeah. anchored in moving in things. If we could ever have him here, he is. Oh, I'd love it. Yeah. He's uh, I, 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 I told him the other day that I, I've purchased his book more than, you know, for other people than any other book. It's, it's yeah. Chris K R I S and then K E L S O. He wrote the book overcoming the imposter. Mm. And um, it's funny by the way. So I'm, I'm not, was it you that gave me that book? I think so. He was at the, yeah. the, the coaching Institute that I did my training through and he teaches there now. And I was just like, wow. When he talked about the difference of imposter versus no, I'm, I'm an explorer. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I, that resonates. Like, yes. Marvelous. It was funny. Cause I, I didn't know, you know, where he, where he lived. And I, I, I don't know if I've ever emailed another author. So I found him online, sent him a message and I just said, loved your book. Thank you so much for writing it. And if you're ever in Nashville, I said, you know, give me a shout. I'll buy you lunch. Mm. Well, he lives here. So we ended yeah. up getting, we ended up getting <laughs> together for breakfast, but just such a, such a great guy. And, mm. you know, um, anyway, but that's a great way to, to kind of tie things up here. This yeah. self-aware, by the way, they're good buddy. Um, it's so easy to, to look at you as my older sister and to and to to see yourself to see you know you use that phrase you know her little self and i mm. and i i really love how god wired you you have so yes. much grit and and um ability but it's wrapped in uh such a smile and kindness for people and i i'm i'm you know largely the man that i am because of you and um, to, to be sharing this, you know, moment in life podcast, all that stuff mm -hmm. with you is just an absolute honor. And I I, I want to say that in front of the world. Thank you. And isn't it, oh. isn't it so rare? I mean, even as we talked about doing this, it, it does feel like such a gift. Um, and that we're, I, I think both, I don't know, just willing to, willing to be open over the years to areas for growth. Yeah. Maybe that's part of why this, this has endured of, of that being that safe place for yeah. each other to grow. And I mean, I think about when we were two and three years old and there was just a special, special connection and yeah, I, I would echo the same. So I'm hoping that I'm hoping that Parker and Kate, you know, I think they will, yeah. you know, as they get older, we'll have a really close friendship and, that's, they do uh, already, don't they? It's fat. By the way, it's fascinating because you know Kate is you know two years younger. Yeah. And at the same time, she can read Parker like a book, and you know, <laughs> and loves speaks him into so his life, and I mean, he does the same thing for her. But it's yeah, um, and they're going to the gym together and lifting weights yeah. now. That is just pure it's gold. Pretty awesome. I yeah. love it. Yeah. That's great. anyway. Well, we're gonna be so the next podcast we're gonna tee up this idea of. Uh, core values and just really start diving in on mm. on what that looks like so anyway looking forward to it sounds great yeah. thanks again we'll All see right. you soon see ya i want to thank you today for joining us on the greatest good podcast i love the quote by oliver wendell holmes he says many people die with their music still in them well what is that music in you what are those things that cause your energy to rise what are those things that when you do them or say them, give you goosebumps? Kirsten and I coach people and organizations through Dr. Andy Garrett's True North Blueprint, where you identify that music. When you laser in on who you are uniquely and operate from that heroic and peaceful place, life starts to get really good. This podcast is brought to you today by StatGuard Plus. Protect your thermostat and do it with the keyless 
StatGuard Plus. Also, if you want to get in touch with us, please email me at hello at davidosk.com. Also, if you don't mind clicking subscribe to our podcast, that would be great, and leaving us a kind review. Thanks a lot.